Welcome to the ultimate hangout spot for all sports fans. Welcome to your all-access paths to everything sports. Welcome to GNT Sports Talk. And here are your hosts, Julian Gallardi and Bobby Thompson. Welcome to another edition of GNT Sports Talk. I'm Julian Gallardi. And I'm Bobby Thompson. And we have our week six preview. Full disclosure from last week. We both went seven and seven. I remained one game up through five weeks. Let's see if I can hold on to the slim lead or stretch it out a bit. So we've gone through Jets. We've gone through the Monday night game. We've gone through Rams. And we went through Patriots, Giants. Now we will hit the rest of the games. And the most interesting game on this docket to me for the 1 o'clock is Eagles and Vikings. Yes. This is a heavyweight bout in the NFC. This is a very swing. This is a very pivotal game in the NFC playoff picture, in my opinion. Both teams are 3-2. and two. Vikings minus 3. Overruns are 44 points. I could see these teams being in the dogfight for a wild card spot, honestly. I really think this can go a long way to determining tiebreakers later in the season. I agree. This game does have wild card implications to it. I think that, you know, the Eagles came off a big win against the Jets last week. um, And the Vikings came off a big win against the Giants. So they're coming off wins against both New York teams. They're coming up against each other. So the one thing with this you got to monitor is how the Vikings are going to attack the horrendous secondary of the Vikings. Excuse me, the Eagles. I thought about that too before when I was thinking about this game. How do you do it? One, get... Thieland, of course, but get Diggs the ball more, please. What is up with Diggs? This is just a whole saga. We listen, talk about this every week, I feel like. Listen, if you're not going to use Steph, Stephon Diggs, a great receiver, a guy who basically put your team on your back a few years ago and brought you to the NFC Championship game against the Eagles, by yes, the way. Yes, this is another rematch so between the Eagles then, and Vikings. Then, then trade him because you're wasting talent. Okay, yeah. Thielen is a stud. You got to get Diggs more more involved. But I will tell you this: How are they going to attack it? You give it to Dalvin Cook. Dalvin Cook has been back. He's back to what he what he was before he got injured. He's a stud. He just pounds it when you run it run the ball with him. He just runs it down your throat, and then when he catches the ball, he's even better. So with this, the the Eagles have their hands full now. On the Eagles, the Eagles, I think, you know what? They could cause some problems, too, especially with the um, the passing game. You know, Aguilar, you get uh, Alshon Jeffrey in the fold. You get those two tight ends. You got to get Goddard more involved. Ertz is, do- yeah. Ertz is always going to be consistent, but you got to get Goddard more I wanna involved. I want to see more from Jeffrey, too, honestly. Haven't really seen him bust out yet. And will Deshaun Jackson play? That's something to monitor. That's, you know anything about that? that? that I, all I'm hearing is that he's questionable. That's, Still, okay. And I th- his injury was a... Uh, I believe it's a groin also. His, it's a, Yeah, so you never know. So he, yeah, so once they pain. get that burner back, that offense is just going to keep scoring a lot more points. Yeah, when I'm looking at this game, that's a good point. Diggs has not done what they would hope. 16 catches, just 23 targets gets on the season it's not enough 253 yards and a touchdown how are they targeting digs less than five times a game i don't understand what's going on with this is it too much running is it cousins zeroing on adam thielen i don't know because thielen only has 30 targets but he has four touchdowns and 300 yards at least he needs to do better as well this could be a big blow-up spot for both of them depending on kirk cousins who Showed up against the Giants last week, but the question is was it the mediocre defense of the Giants or was it kirk cousins actually playing well well, I'm going to go with this. I'm going to say, you know what? Um, 
Thielen called him out on his podcast because uh, <laughs> oh my God, this whole job. <laughs> and ever since then, he's you, you saw what he did against the Giants. But I think it's 50-50. I think Kirk Cousins a mixed bag, right? Yeah, mixed mixed bag. Because I'm not giving Kirk Cousins all the credit. The guy does definitely not not deserve all the credit. No, he doesn't. And the Giants vanilla de- it has a vanilla defense. Right. So. Yeah. There's not much they can do really. They're very limited based on their personnel. Yeah. I think it's a mix of both as well, honestly. And he has another good chance here against the Eagles secondary. Yep. So we'll see. The other side you got Carson Wentz, who's an absolute stud. Ten touchdowns, two picks. 1,152 yards, and he's just been playing great ball. Jordan Howard's starting to put his print in this Eagles team a little bit. He's become the lead rusher with 248 yards and four touchdowns. Miles Sanders is under 200. And Dalvin Cook has been a monster for this team. Oh, yeah. 542 yards rushing. He is second in the NFL behind Christian McCaffrey. So, and and the receiving yards, he's got 200, so he's doing it all. And... How do you see this game going? Let's get to predictions. All right, so here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to say, um, I think the Eagles are home, right? If I'm not mistaken. No, 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 no. Oh, We're in Minnesota they're, here. They're in Minnesota. Sorry. Okay. They're in Minnesota. So here's what I think is going to happen. I think that Carson Wentz is going to have a decent game. You're going to see Jordan Howard run the ball very well. Against um, his Vikings front, you think? I, I think he will, yeah. I All think right. he's going to keep All riding right. a hot hand. Um, I'm going to say that... Um, <clears throat> For the Eagles, I think Aguilar is going to do well, and Ertz is going to have a good game. I'm going with the Vikings on this one. Oh. So, I, I think Kirk Cousins continues to play better. This is a good matchup. And is. because of the secondary being vanilla and so injured, that he's going to take advantage of that. And this is where I think Stefan Diggs makes his print. I think they're going to double uh, Thielen. Okay. And that's going to leave one-on-one for Diggs, and that's just unfair. Uh, okay. So, I'm going to go with... 28 to 17 Vikings. Wow. That's a big blowout, honestly. I see this going way differently. I got Eagles. Fly, Eagles, fly, baby. I like what I'm seeing with this team. I think they're starting to click. The defensive secondary is a big problem, but this pass rush came alive. I'm, I know the Jets line is really bad, and I know the Eagles' pass rush was bad before they played us. So is it just our bad line, or are they actually improving? They have the personnel to be good. So I'm going to go with a mixture of both as well. And I think the Vikings are going to lose this football game. The Eagles will get the win. 24-21. I see it being a close game. Maybe a game winner by Elliott. I could see that potentially happening. I think it's going to be back and forth. And I just think the Eagles will make a few more plays. And I trust Carson Wentz a hell of a lot more than I trust Kirk Cousins. Very understandable. Very, very understandable. I'll, <laughs> yeah, you, I'll take the Vikings. I'll ride the... I'll, I'll, you can't knock that yeah, one, though. No. no, you can't. No, no, no. <laughs> All right, but we'll move on to another game at the 1 o'clock window. It's very interesting. Texans and Chiefs. And I don't know what happened to the Chiefs last week. Patrick Mahomes is actually questionable. So that's something to watch. I mean, he'll play, I'm sure. Yeah, he'll play that, but when you watch how is his, he How is he going to play? That's the question, yeah, I guess. His ankle is really bothering him. And for a quarterback who has to plant... When you throw, it's going to be a problem. You know, it, it's going to be an issue, but I think he'll be just fine. Um, I will tell you this. If they get Tyreek Hill back, that's a big weapon to add. Mm-hmm. And even without him, they were scoring points. But on Sunday, they just didn't show up. Thanks no. a lot, Chiefs, because I picked you in my freaking uh, survivor pool. And look what you did. You made us buy back in. SMH. You, that's I, all I have to say. All I'm gonna say ten is this. fucking points. All I'm gonna tell you. Yeah. How the fuck do the Chiefs score ten points against any defense? It's 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 sad. What the fuck? And I'll tell you this. Um, 
<laughs> the Chiefs have a severe weakness. And their defense? Their run defense oh is Oh, my God, horrible. dude. The Texans aren't – luckily for them, the Texans are not the best team running the football. So, I think they'll – With Carlos Hyde and yeah, I mean, Duke Johnson? I mean, yeah, they're all right. But, I mean, it's not like Marlon Mack and the of boys at least. No. So, I, I think the Chiefs – They'll bounce back. They'll get this dub with or without Tyreek Hill. How likely do you think it is Hill plays? I'm going to go with 50. I'm going to go with, uh, you know what? I'm going to go 50-50. They're going to test him out this week in practice. He's limited. They're going to, I I think he's a true game time decision. And all I'm going to tell you is this. If he plays, the Texans are in hell of trouble. Because they don't have anybody to stay with him. I agree. And I expect him to have a huge game. But, you ready for this, Jules? What's up? You ready for a surprise? Texans again, this upset. Whoa, wow. We're getting really interesting with these picks. You know, I thought about pulling the trigger on the Texans upset. I just can't do it. I'm still going to ride with the Chiefs. Mahomes will figure it out. But the one concern I have is him outside the pocket, being able to make plays if his ankle's not right. That's a big problem for me. That's where J.J. Watt comes in. That as well. And the fact that we saw last week how limited he seemed to appear, but he still leads the league with over 1,800 yards. He's he's still the best quarterback in the NFL. And I'm going to take my chances with him. And I don't think the Chiefs will lose back-to-back home games. I think they're going to get it going. I think if Hill plays, he'll be huge. I can see this being a big Travis Kelsey day. I think he's got to get going a little bit. I'd like to see more from him. Although he does have 439 yards and a touchdown. So he's he's playing well. But he hasn't really gotten in the end zone much yet. No, they got to get him more involved in the red zone. But... I also think LaShawn McCoy could be a nice X factor for this Chiefs team. He's running the ball well, and he's had his chances, 5.4 yards per carry and two touchdowns. So, yeah, I'm going to take the Chiefs. I think it's going to be a shootout. They can't stop anyone. Watson's going to put up numbers like he always does. 11 touchdowns and one pick. He's absolutely sensational, this dude. He just continues to get it done. And he has three rushing touchdowns for 122 yards. And I think the Chiefs get this one. Let's go with a 28-27. I think the Texans play a close game, but the Chiefs will figure it out. All right, so I see this happening. I think that the, Travis Kelsey will get in the end zone maybe once or twice. Um, McCoy, I could see if Tyree Kill plays, he's going to get in the end zone in over 100 yards. So here's my prediction. I'm going to go with 30. With the, I think that um, <clears throat> excuse me, the Chiefs don't have a corner that could stay with New Hopkins, and now that they, now you saw what Will Fuller could do last week, where he had. Oh over- yeah, well that's a big thing. So, here's the thing. Now they 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 have to worry about that on defense, and you know it's going to be a problem because this this defense is not the best. Um, I'm gonna go with 33 to 28 Texans, and the Texans win by a last minute touchdown pass to. Kenny Stills. Is Stills going to play, you think? Yeah. That's unfortunate because I'm riding Will Fuller again. Well, you know what? Actually, you know what? <laughs> I, I think he'll play, but in a limited role. And I think he'll score. The, I think they're going to score a game winner. I think Deshaun Watson's going to keep continue, continuing his play. 11 touchdowns is one pick. That Jesus Christ, this guy. I lo- he, he has been nothing but consistent ever since he got to the NFL, and I love every second of it. Yeah, well, hold up, wait a minute. The Will Fuller, 14 catches last week, 212 yards and three touchdowns, a big blowout, and I benched him like a jackass. I'm an idiot. Everyone needs to know how stupid I am for benching Will Fuller, and I'm still not over it. It cost me the game, obviously. I played Deontay Johnson instead of him like a dumbass, and Fuller was horrible the first four weeks, which is why I did it, but the Falcons can't stop anybody, obviously. But Will Fuller, 
keep it rolling. Hopefully, you're back in there. I'm never benching you again. I've learned my lesson. Huh. <laughs> Seriously, that was rough. <laughs> but <laughs> speaking of Falcons, let's get to them while we're at it. Falcons are going to Arizona. Huh. They are a two and a half point favorite. This football team is one and four, and the Cardinals are one and three. Three and it's an over under of fifty one and a half. How do you see this one shaking up? Can the Falcons go off the Schneid? We've talked about them at length. Ryan hasn't been great. Even Julio's been underwhelming, and Freeman's been hot and cold. The defense is a train wreck. The Cardinals have Kyler Murray. They're looking to win. Both teams need to win in the worst way. What do you think? Well, I think the Falcons, on paper, you see, obviously, they're a the much better team, and I think that their record, 1-4, and four, is pathetic. I think they need to figure it out. I think this is the game that they could figure it out. Uh, Matt Ryan has been extremely inconsistent. He's turning the ball over too much. But I think this game, I think everyone's going to come together, really evaluate. After five, after five games, you're, you only won one. That's pathetic. Uh, I expect Julio to have a really, really good game. I think that Matt Ryan's going to bounce back. I think the receiving core, Ridley, Julio, Sanu, are really going to cause havoc for this defense of the uh, Cardinals. I think the defense of the Falcons are going to try to limit Kyler Murray and make him uh, force turnovers, which I do think will happen with this. It's plain and simple for me. I'm going with the Falcons to get back on track. 24-17. to 17. Okay, I see something similar to that, although I think the cards will keep up a little bit. I'm going to go 26-23 Falcons. I think the Falcons just get it done. They just don't seem to be in sync still. I'm still worried about a lot of things with this team. They have to travel west. That's not easy sometimes, but I think they'll find a way because they have to. Julio gets 200 bills. He gets 10 catches and two touchdowns. Okay. <laughs> and he's going to bust out, hopefully. <laughs> then David Johnson's going to have a big game for the Cardinals, I think. Get him back on track, huh? Yep, get everyone back and rolling. Get my boys back together. So, next up, we have a great game, Bengals and Ravens. <laughs> Best game of the day. I can't wait to watch that. All right, look, this is not, it's going to be short and sweet. Let's hear it. The Bengals are 0-5. They're an absolute embarrassment to the NFL. <laughs> <laughs> they, they have the over-under in this one is 48 points. The Ravens are 3-2. and two. They're 11.5-point favorites. I think the Bengals actually cover, but they still get throttled. I'm going to say, no, nah, 20 is too many points for the Bengals. This is, feels like a nice 28 to um, 17 job to me for the Ravens. You're not getting an argument out of me. I think the Bengals are a complete embarrassment. I agree. I think that they have so many good playmakers, too, and they're just wasting their time. Boyd Mixon. Boyd Mixon. John Ross before he went down. Yep, A.J. Green, who what? knows if he's going to get traded, if he's going to come when he's coming back. No one knows about his yep. timetable still. Uh, they said, like, maybe the next week. Maybe. Ooh, that'd we'll, be nice. We'll see. So, with this game, I agree. I think that the um, the Ravens, you know, 3-2, and two, I think they bounce back in a big fashion. I think that you're going to see Lamar Jackson really have a good game. Mark Andrews is just lighting it up in the red zone. I expect him to get another one. Mark Ingram. Mark Ingram is just going to run all over the place because his defense is atrocious. Two touchdowns for Mark. Yes, please. Give us two touchdowns. Give me 102 please. TDs. 102 yeah. TDs, and then give him one uh, receiving, too. You know, Mark's ready. production is sustainable, though. It won't last. Oh, yeah, of course. It won't last. <laughs> it's not going to – it won't last. Yeah, it's of a course crock not. of yeah. shit. That is a crock of shit. The guys, <laughs> guys sit quietly one of the best – all-purpose backs in the league. 
Uh, I'm going with this. I'm going. Th- I'm gonna go with uh, 28 to three. Wow, and he and he's tied for the league lead in touchdowns too at six. So that's another thing with the running backs. Oh, so, yeah. but it's not sustainable though. Of course, no. It's not. <laughs> so we're gonna cut to commercial break here. Next up, we have the Browns and the Seahawks, which is a very interesting battle with two teams going in the opposite direction. What's up, GT fans? Have you followed our social media pages yet? Follow our Instagram and Twitter pages at GT Sports Talk 2, where we provide your all access pass to everything sports. Once again, that's at GTS Sports Talk 2. Now back to the studio. We are back, and now we discuss the Seahawks and the Browns, and this is a very interesting game to me. Seattle 4 1 flying high. They're a one and a half point favorite. Over under 47 points. They are traveling to the dog pound. Browns 2-3. Very underwhelming. Baker's been horrible. We've talked about him at length. One of the biggest disappointments of the year. And now we're hearing noise that Odell Beckham could possibly get traded. Is this guy just going to be like one of those dudes that goes from team to team? I mean, I don't know how legitimate it is. But the Browns locker room is imploding like we predicted could happen if they started losing games. Everyone's pointing fingers now. Nothing's going according to plan. And let's go through some numbers with Odell and Baker a little bit more. Let's really take a deep dive into the Browns. What do you think, brother? Yeah, let's take a look. But I will tell you this. Baker's been running his mouth more than he's running up the, the points and running up the uh, the yards. Well, he has four touchdowns and eight picks, which is putrid, obviously. Pathetic. And he's lost a fumble, so his ratio is horrible. Odell Beckham has one pass completed for 20 yards. <laughs> the one bright spot on this team seems to be Nick Chubb. 485 yards and four touchdowns. He's been very, very solid. And Jarvis Landry actually outgaining Odell Beckham so far. 22 catches, 403, no touchdowns for Juice. OBJ, just 23 catches, 335 yards, one TD. Who would have thought that Jarvis would average more per catch than Odell Beckham? I didn't, definitely. I didn't I, even think that was possible. It, it's it's starting, and you know what? Everybody was wondering about who would be getting the ball more and all that. I'm just going to tell you this right now. It, it's, it's I think in the locker room it's starting to be a problem because Odell wants to get the ball. Juice definitely wants to get the ball, and you're obviously seeing it. It's not going it's, – uh, it's, and especially since they're listening to trade offers, it's not working. I can't believe they actually are. That's incredible to me. It's been five traded, games. And they just traded what? A first, they traded a first, too. Uh, this is, yeah. This, if he actually gets traded, I don't even know like what to think about this anymore. Yeah. It's really incredible stuff. But onto the football field, Seattle and Russell Wilson are the complete opposite of the Browns. Russell Wilson's probably the second best or best quarterback in this league right now based on how yeah. he's played. 12 touchdowns and no interceptions. He's been basically flawless when Baker's been making mistakes all over the place. So you have a big contrast with that. Chris Carson's ran the ball well, 380 yards and a touchdown. And then you also have Lockett, who has close to 400 yards and three touchdowns. Metcalf's been showing up with 267, two touchdowns. And Will Disley, who we've talked about in length now, oh, God. 262 yards and four touchdowns. Just continues to make plays. Yes, he does. And this defense in front for the Seahawks is going to have a great chance to get after Baker since the Browns can't block anyone. The line's atrocious. It's almost as bad as ours, which is saying something. I'm not sure if there's many lines worse than ours, though. I think that's impossible. But mm-hmm. anyway, what do we think happens in the dog pound? All right, I'm going to tell you this, plain and simple. Seahawks keep riding, bro. Um, It's going to be a bloodbath in my opinion you think yeah i think the dog pound's about to get their ass handed to them by the seahawks russell wilson's going to light that defense up 
Miles Garrett, the the only thing I'm worried about is Miles Garrett. He has that seven guy, sacks, he, yeah. He's playing exceptionally well. I think that Russell Wilson's going to have to worry about him. But, you know, Russell Wilson could extend the play. Uh, know who's going to have a big game for the uh, Seahawks to, today? Who? It's going to be a Tyler Lockett well, You mean Sunday? Sunday, excuse me. <laughs> it's yeah, all good. I, I know mean. what you're saying. But. Yeah. Uh, it's going to be Tyler Lockett. Tyler Lockett's been nothing but a stud. He's been extremely consistent. That catch he had last week was amazing. He's been outstanding, Lockett. And it's really funny. Uh, that, well, this has nothing to do with it, but it's really what funny. Happened? Tyler Lockett is about to get married soon, and he's a virgin. You're, really, found, you're actually kidding, right? No, I'm being serious. <laughs> oh, my God. I just found that out like 20 minutes ago. I thought that was hilarious. And when when the Seahawks came up, I wanted to bring that up. I thought that was funny. I'm not sure if I believe that. He He's told Adam Schefter that. That's what he said. But How, how old is he? I think he's 20. I'm going to say, I want to say, let's ask our, uh, let's ask our girl Siri. How old is Tyler Lockett? <laughs> is 27 years old thank you i just can't believe that's true <laughs> I don't, i'm not sure i mean maybe it is but if it is good for him i i mean wow that's remarkable but, but anyway back to football yeah, <laughs> that's back, a funny yeah, side I note want, but. i wanted to, uh, to, to say something funny i mean it's not not knocking anybody who who, who decides to go that way but anyway uh yeah. title i will I have Tyler Lockett stats up here: thirty catches, three seventy nine, and three scores. Yeah, he's been great. He's been great. I I'm just gonna tell you this: I think the Seahawks win this game. They're gonna score over thirty. I'm gonna go thirty to twenty, uh, Seahawks. I'm actually gonna surprise you, and it's, I don't know why I'm doing this again. You're taking the Browns, and it looked really stupid on Monday night when <laughs> I on the show when I said the Browns will win, and they got absolutely embarrassed. But the thing is that the Browns are have. Here's the thing. Like, this is one of those games that no one expects them to win. No. The Seahawks have to travel east, which isn't always fun for them. The no. Seahawks don't play well when they travel east, so I would watch out for that. And the Browns' offense has to wake up at some point, I would think. They did play well against the Ravens, so it's there. It's just not consistently there. Yeah. And I think they could get it going a little bit. The Seahawks' defense has not been great by any means. They really did not play well against the Rams at all. Well, that's a great offense, obviously, but... They've been giving up points to Seahawks. Their offense has actually been bailing them out. It's the complete opposite yeah. of what it used to be. It used to be the Legion of Boom, and the offense just kind of guided it along a little bit. Now it's like the offense has to bail out the defense because they're giving up chunk plays and chunk yardage. Yeah, but I agree. That's why I think the Browns get this upset, 27-24. Okay, we'll see what happens. It'll be an interesting game to watch. Yeah, definitely. So we flip over to some other games. I like this one, actually. Saints-Jaguars. This is an interesting one. Okay. Yeah, yeah, it is definitely Minshew Mania is still in in high hopes. Um, last week against the Panthers, they were just about to win it. You know, he threw that interception. But I'm going to tell you this: Gardner Minshew has played so well and has definitely made this team a hell of a lot better. So that gives them a glimmer of hope. But against the Saints, I'm sorry, I'm not, I'm, I'm not buying it. I think the Saints are going to score too much points. They're going to put a lot of points on the board. I know the Jaguars' defense is starting to get back into form, and something for the Jaguars, for um, with that you got to look out for is Jalen Ramsey is practicing. Is, is he playing? So is he going to play? It's up in the air. It's doubtful, but oh, the fact that he's practicing with that back injury, um, is. Has Jaguars? Yeah, we, with the back injury is not a thing, is it? 
you, you want my opinion? I think it's all bullshit because he just wants to get traded. That's so why is he practicing? Now I'm confused. Uh, no, I, I, I don't know. I, I, it's, it's all a weird situation. I'm just saying. And they're not gonna trade him. Apparently, like it doesn't yeah, make no, any sense. Yeah, no, no. It looks like he, he's, he's stuck in Jacksonville for quite some time, especially just, since Shad Khan, the owner, is probably gonna give him whatever, give him a blank check. Well, I mean, we're going to have to see. I guess, he, in theory, he doesn't have to sign it. He could be a free agent, but then there's the whole franchise tag shit that yeah. he probably doesn't want to go through, and he could do the whole Le'Veon Bell thing. I don't think he wants to go through. No, but no, no. This is a crazy situation. Minshew's been playing outstanding football, though. Let's highlight Gardner for a second. Nine touchdowns and one pick. The guy's been bringing it. Just under 1,300 yards. His rating's 105, but he has lost four fumbles. That's a concern. That's a lot of fumbles to give up. Bridgewater has been very solid. They haven't lost a game with him. Six and two. His rating's just under 100. And Kamara's been doing this thing. 342 in the run game. Receiving game 241. Michael Thomas leads the NFL and catches with 45 and yards with 543. And he also has three touchdowns. Yeah. So this is going to be a tough battle. The Saints, as a one-point favorite, really pops out at me. I think they should be favored by more. It might be one of those weird trap games. I might be getting a Jacksonville vibe here. I'm not exactly sure why. There's not much that backs it up, but 44.5 over under. I can see Jags winning like 21-17. I don't know why, but it just oh it gives boy. me that. I have upset city for me. Upset city. Okay, I'm, I'm not going to take – I'm not going to pack my bags and go to upset city with this one. I'm gonna say I'm gonna go with the Saints. I'm gonna go with twenty-eight to twenty. Okay. But I think Minshew plays a very, very good game, and so does Fournette because Fournette's starting to come back into form. That's a big thing. Fournette's been playing great ball. He really has five hundred twelve rushing yards. He's right up there with the league leaders. So that's a great sign for Jacksonville. Mm-hmm. So that's how we think that one's gonna go. All right, best game of the week. Here we go. Let's get this one over with quick and easy. Redskins Dolphins. Oh, oh, the best one. The what? battle of the unbeat of the uh, beaten. <laughs> okay, look, this is the worst game of the season potentially we might be watching. Both teams are winless. Redskins own five, Dolphins own four. Redskins minus three and a half on the road. Over under forty one and a half. I don't want to say much. This is really an ugly game. <laughs> Who do you think wins this shit show? Oh my god, it's so bad. Um, <laughs> it's such a hard choice well, the Redskins to make. Have, the, Jay Gruden, obviously, as you all know, he's not the coach. Uh, Jay coach Gruden got caught. <laughs> <laughs> he got, Jay Gruden got fired. <laughs> really? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So you want to know who wins this game? It's going to be the uh, the Redskins. I'll go with the Redskins winning this one, twenty seventeen, and I'm being nice. I really am. I'm being nice. What aspect are you being nice in? With the score. Oh, you think like it could be lower? You're saying, or like the Dolphins could lose by more? I think it could be by more, but I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna give you a score. I, I only, I'm not even gonna check this game to be quite honest with you. No, I'm not. This is a bad one. So I'm being shield your eyes, people. I'm being nice that I'm not ripping this these teams. All right, I'll (laughs) tell you this. Here's how I'm being nice. So, (laughs) so 2017 Redskins. I'm gonna say Redskins 24. Dolphins 20. Okay. I think they just go over, but yeah, I just think the Dolphins are in a mindset that they don't really want to win football games. Uh, the Redskins just fired their coach, so I think you'll see a slight, mo- slightly more motivated Redskins team. I don't know what that really means, but the thing is that everyone's being evaluated in Washington. Everyone's on the clock. There's anyone can be sent out. The whole yep. thing's not working, so they got to play with their tails on fire if they want to stay on the team. If not, maybe they can get sent packing. Maybe they don't care, but 
I just think they have a they have more talent than the Dolphins. That's why I'm going to give them the advantage. Agreed. So that game's horrible. Let's move on. I'm not sure how much better this game is. Titans and Broncos. God. Two and three Titans, one and four Broncos. Broncos minus two. Overruns are 39. That might even be too high. This one's going to be an ugly one. You would talk about two teams that play similar de- defenses, offenses inept at times. Titans have to travel a mile high. This just has the recipe of a turnover slopped mess. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> um, I'll, I'll just give you my prediction. I'm not going to really feed into this. I'm going to go with the... Um with the um, Broncos on this one. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah, I'm going to go with the Broncos. I think my boy Emmanuel Sanders and maybe what could be one of his last games with the team. And, and, uh, oh, I see what you did there. Yeah, I know what I did. I, but uh, I think he's going to have a big game. I think that um, also I think Philip Lindsay, keep feeding Lindsay the rock. Please keep it going. Yeah. And they're going to win this game 24 to. 20. Oh, that's a lot of points for this game, honestly, because these defenses are great. But <laughs> listen, I'm actually going to go the other way with this. I'm going to say the Titans finds a way to get it done. I think it's a huge Derrick Henry day. The Titans are going to have to ride Henry if they want to win this football game. I also think they'll get a couple picks off Fluco, and I could see a fumble potentially, maybe even a special teams touchdown. Titans, 19. Broncos, 13. Oh, okay. That, yeah, okay. this is going to be tough. That's what I think. I just think the Titans are a little better. I like their team a little more. I think they're also more in it. At 2-3, and three, you're still alive. At 1-4, and four, you're really floundering still. But the Broncos did win last week, so I think it's going to be a toss-up what happens out there. It's definitely going to be interesting to watch, that's for sure. <laughs> if you like defense, this is your game. Yeah. <laughs> if you don't like defense, then this is not your game. No. So no. we got one more game, and then we're done for the week. Steelers and Chargers, and this game has lost a lot of lust. It was, it is the Sunday night football game. Chargers two and three, struggling a little bit. Seven point favorite, which I think is extremely low for the situation the Steelers are in. Steelers one and four. They'll be playing their third string quarterback, who is Hodges. I really was asking because I don't know that well. <laughs> no, it looks dumb, but I really didn't know who it is. D. Hodges, do you know his first name? No. <laughs> do we even care? No, not really. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Well, he was 7-9 for 68 yards. I'll, look, I'll be nice. I'll look it up. Oh, man. D. Hodges, Steelers. Oh, here we go. Delvin Hodges, it looks like. Football quarterback. All right. So here we go, Hodges now. Steelers, poor team down their third-string quarterback. I know what that's like, and it's not fun. Believe me. Steelers, 1-4. and four. They have no chance in this football game, I think. I really can't see how the Chargers lose this. If the Chargers lose this, they need to just walk off the fields and not return because they have every advantage on this team. I don't see any way... They don't win by at least two touchdowns, if Agreed. not more. Agreed. I think this will be like uh, 27 to 10. I think it's going to be bad. I agree. I think that the char- the Chargers are going to get back on track. I think that you're going to see Melvin Gordon finally get get going because they need to get him going. Eckler will get, get his touches. Uh, Keenan Allen is just going to eat this defense up, eat their lunch. I, I, and I, I finally – we will finally see – Joey Bosa, and if 
I didn't even know Melvin Ingram was hurt. I didn't even know that because he didn't play the last week. So if he gets back, they'll be all right. But I, I'm going with the uh, Chargers winning this one. I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna go thirty to ten. Wow. Yeah. So. That does it for our week six preview. We'll see what happens with these picks. We'll see if anyone can gain advantage a little more. But for this edition of GNT Sports Talk, I'm Julian Gilardi. I'm Bobby Thompson. And enjoy that football. Follow, like, subscribe, sponsor. sponsor. Let everyone know what you think. Let us know. We're always open for feedback. Yo, Fulty just got rocked, baby. Cardinals up 4 nothing. Let's go. Really? Yes!